Welcome to the Shallow Dive on Koheles, the book of Ecclesiastes. Join us as we explore the treasures gathered by King Solomon. I hope you enjoy it. Pektes Pusik Bays 9-2 Hakol Ka'asher Lakol Everything like that is for all Mikre Echod have one experience Latzadik Villarosha for the righteous and for the wicked Latov Villatohor for the good and the pure Villatome and for the impure Villazoveach and for the one who makes an offering Blasher Enenozoveach and for the one who does not make an offering Katov Kachote like the good like the sinner Hanishba the one who takes vows implicitly in a liberal manner Ka'asher Shavua Yore just as the one who is afraid of an oath so Mikra Echad one circumstance the experiences that befall us do not differentiate between the righteous, the wicked, the good and pure, the impure, the one who sacrifices to God, the one who does not, the good and the sinner, the one who swears inappropriately, and the one who is meticulous and afraid of taking an oath. Let's see how Rashi, uh, first the Targum explains. Kolo bimazolayo salyo. All are dependent on fortune. Min shemaya iskizar. From heaven it is decreed. Ma de What will be in the future? Lecholo for all. Irun chad lezakaa will transpire for the righteous, ulechayava, and the guilty the meritorious and the guilty, lidisaknon or chose, for one who has fixed his ways or improved his ways, ulimidake nafshe, and to the one who has purified his soul, vilimisoiv nafshe, and the one who has sullied and tainted his soul, ulimikrav nichsas kudeshaya, and the one who brings Sacrificial offerings. And one who does not bring sacrificial offerings. Like the good is the guilty. Like the one who is ready to violate his vow. So is the experience of the man who is afraid of an oath, of taking an oath in the name of God and violating it. So the experience of fortune 
what is decreed from heaven is something that all of these various various permutations of good and evil, if you will, how people choose to live their lives, are not able to escape a similarity of fate. Of course, in this world. Let's see how Rashi puts it. Hakol, ka'asher lakol. Rashi says, Hakol nosnim lelibom, everyone gives their heart. Ka'asher magia lakol al echad. Like comes to each man one occurrence, one experience. V'yodim she'sof hakol. And they know that the end of everyone, both that are righteous and that are wicked, lomos, to die. The experience of death is generic. Both the righteous and the wicked are mortal. And mortality is an experience that comes to all of them in this world. All of this they know. Nonetheless, they choose for themselves the good path because they know that there will be a distinction between them in the world to come. The righteous and the wicked may both suffer death in this world, but in the world to come, there's going to be a world of difference between all of these pairs. The righteous and wicked will not have the same experience in the world to come. And Rashi goes through a whole slew of personalities that experience similar fates, although they were divergent in how they cultivated themselves in this world. But Sadik for the righteous, Noah. Like Noah, the Torah testifies, Noah ish Sadik, he was a righteous man. Larasha for the wicked. Paro Necho. Paro, who was lame. Zenitzlav Zenitzlav. Both had a limp. Noah was uh, suffered a wound, according to the Medrash, the hands of the lion. Pause of the line, I should say. And Paranacho also was suffered a wound and was not able to walk in a healthy manner. Noach was righteous. Paranacho was wicked. Both experienced this malady, and it was not something that could be a differentiating factor between the righteous and the wicked. Latov. For the good. Zemosha, this is referring to Moshe. Moses is called good. One of his names is Tovia, the good of God. And one element of that goodness is that he was born. There was light. He was born without foreskin, born Mohul, complete. Latahar, for the pure, is Aaron. Aaron was a Kohen, he was designated as a priest to facilitate purity for the nation, and for the impure, these are the spies. 
the spies had two categories. Two of the spies spoke about the praise of the land of Israel, Yoshua and Kalev. And unfortunately, ten of the spies spoke in a way disparaging of the land of Israel. The entire nation was held back for 40 years. So the, the generic experience of being held back was shared regardless of what each individual spy chose to say about the land of Israel. They've both experienced one thing. For the one who brings an offering. Yoshiah Josiah, one of the great kings of Judah. Yisbach Yoshiah. Tara describes him as bringing an offering. And the one who does not bring an offering. This is describing Ahab. He prevented the Jewish people from ascending to Jerusalem in the temple during the th- three pilgrimages. Both Yoshiahu and Ahav both died victims of the wounds of arrows. Similar violent death, even though they had very different relationships with God. Katov, like the good, Zedovit. This is referring to King David. We did say prior, it says Latov and Katov, the first time. It's referring to Moshe. The second time, Rashi says we're talking about David Amalach. Kachote, like the sinner. Zedovuchadnetzar. What's the differentiation between King David and Nebuchadnezzar? Pretty obvious. Even though King David didn't actually build it, but he did purchase the plot that the temple, the temple mount that it would be built on, and he transmitted Megillus Amikdash, and he worked towards the construction of the temple to the best of his ability. Nebuchadnezzar was the destroyer of the temple. But in terms of their fortunes, each one had a long, glorious reign of 40 years. Although they had the opposite relationship to the temple of God. Hanishba, the one who takes an oath. This is referring to Tzidkiyahu, the end of the dynasty of the kings of Judah. He took an oath falsely. He broke his promise in the name of, he took it in the name of God to Nebuchadnezzar. Shnamar, as the verse says, and also, not only did he rebel against God, of course, had he done Teshuvah, things would have been different, had the nation done Teshuvah, but he rebelled also against the king Nebuchadnezzar, Asher Hishbiyo, that adjured him to not rebel. The event that happens to Tzidkiyahu is similar to the one who is afraid of an oath. Zeshimshan, who is afraid of an oath? This is Samson. Shanamar, as it says in Shoftim, 
ויום אלוהם שמשון, and they said to, שמשון said to them, to the Jews, הישובו לי, take an oath to me, פן תפקון בי אתם, lest you kill me yourselves. אמרנו שהייסה שבוח אמור לו. We see from here that in his eyes, an oath was a very serious thing. By asking those around him who were coming to take him and hand him over to the Philistines, he, he felt confident that if they took an oath that they wouldn't kill him, he wouldn't need to put up a fight. Right? We find Samson was concerned about an oath in contrast with Tzidkiyahu, who was willing to take a false oath, terrible chilel Hashem, desecration of God's name. What happened? Zemes b'nikreinayim, v'zemes b'nikreinayim, both had their eyes gouged and died as a result. Both subject to similar fate.